0: Thank <laughs> you. Over today I got up early this morning cleaned well partially cleaned I swept all parts of my studio got a small place on purpose so I could start you know divvying things out that I do not need and keeping me from being a hoarder because I like to keep stuff so um yeah, this topic was supposed to be on, I don't know, self-healing, but it's all healing. But I had to deter it to trying to see the silver lining. I'm, I'm learning to do these, to call it uh, analogies to life. <laughs> I usually don't get these but um like life is giving me a lot of lemons and I'm having to buckle down and figure out how to make lemonade because when I say life is being hard right now it is so hard and unfortunately I did not do My episodes because I was out I was not feeling well And my voice was awful Still trying to get over it But I didn't want to go two weeks Without doing another episode And plus I was playing some music For you guys to help me figure out Um Some good Instrumentals to play in the background As I figure out How to work all of this out Right Okay so Again, I was on the right path, and this is what I'm saying. Listen to your first thought, your first mind, your first love, and don't relay to the people around you, especially if they're not doing what they love. You need to associate yourself around the people that can uplift you, that can see you, that can see your vision, and understand that it's not always what society wants you to be. And move forward in that. And so that's my goal right now of what I'm on. So many people have their perceptions and their agendas of what they already want. And I have to realize I am a different soul. I move differently. I love hard. I am very transparent. I am open to say and do as I please without thinking about what other people are thinking and i thought everyone was like that and i had to learn the hard way it's really hard and hurtful when you find out people do have agendas for you because they think of you a certain way or they're jealous or you know they have ulterior motives and especially if you don't feel that way about them and life has taught me that that's just how people are and then they become that way based on how they grew up and how people treat them and so I am not the type that oh if someone do me wrong I'm gonna do them wrong because I feel like everything comes full circle if something you've done intentionally wrong to someone eventually it'll come back to you Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the next year, but eventually it'll come around. And I really believe, like, just being a really good person and wanting good things out of life, eventually it will come around to me. (laughs) I am 47 years old, recently divorced of 10 years. Didn't see myself without this person because I thought he was the love of my life not really looking at me and seeing that I was losing myself within my marriage, losing my voice and losing who I was as a person because I wanted to fit what society wanted me to be. And it's not like society is the people around me, my community. And it's not like they were in my ear telling me this. No. It was what I was program unconsciously to think, and I think we are all programmed that way, but it's up for us to wake up and acknowledge and just know and work on ourselves and and go to counseling and work out through problems and issues and listen to seminars of people that's like you, to start breaking that pattern of what you don't want, and that's the journey I'm on. That's the the investment I'm making within myself. It's been an uphill battle, and it's been a roller coaster at the same time, because as I am changing, a lot of change is happening. Some good, some really, really bad, and some not even expected. And it's been super hard. Through this journey, I found that in my marriage, I wasn't seen. And if I was seen, my husband, my ex-husband didn't have the tools. To tell me exactly how he felt. Kept it to himself. Secluded himself. Which triggered me. Which I come from abandonment. I was abandoned by my dad. Who lived a whole other life. With his wife. And I am the love child that came out of my dad and my mom. And then my mom. She abandoned me in the house. Meaning avoidance, no caring of feelings or thoughts, and not realizing that's what I was used to. And I, that made me a pleaser. And so within that, that's exactly what I found in my ex-husband. I saw the good in them. I saw the good in my mom. And so the good, that is what I cling to. And so with my husband, that's what I cling to. That's what I cling to with my ex. I saw the good and I held on to it. And I ignored the bad. I ignored the bad because that's what I did when I was younger. But as you can see, there has to be some change. in ignoring what's not right or what's not making you feel good is something you have to address. And going forward, I do not ignore stuff anymore. And when you don't ignore and want to acknowledge things, people don't want to hear that. And so you end up being secluded and alone. And you just get in your head and feel like people don't care. And being that I take things personal... I had to realize, like, I don't know what they are going through. I don't know why they react the way they did. They may have some other stuff going on. I can't take it personal. I can't say it's me. I can't say it's them. I don't know. And so in that realm, me, how I had to grow up. I had to grow up and figure out, hey, they react the way they react. And you keep it moving. You keep being you. Don't change because someone else is having a bad day. Or someone else is is treating you um, unpleasant or unkindly. Even though you're very kind to them. Not understanding an entire situation is okay. It's not your job to fix the world. You just need to fix you. And so I believed in that. I veered from it in some points in my life, and now I'm back. And I just want to be an ear and a form to help others because it leads you in a path where you start doubting yourself. Don't doubt yourself. I tell my students all the time, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And I swear if I had parents that was cheerleaders, I would be way more than what I'm in today. But I learned to be my own cheerleader, and I'm going to get there really soon. (laughs) And I can't wait. And when everybody sees me, and when I'm there, you want to congratulate me, and I'm going to ask them, why didn't you say something then? I know now. You don't have to tell me congratulations. We all see it. Could you tell me then? I only had a few bright spots in my life that recognized my light and my shine. And I didn't know it at the time. My auntie, Rowena, she was my light. She called me queen. She made me feel beautiful. And she saw me. And I appreciate that. And I saw that. And she saw me. Those small moments when she came to visit. Because she didn't visit that often. And we didn't go over there too much because she had big dogs. And they used to roam in the house. And my mom. And I wasn't too keen on dogs, so we didn't go over quite that much. But when they did come over, it was good, and I enjoyed that. We were big on family. Well, it seemed like that when we were little, but <laughs> like I said, my family was big on the Joneses. You will never see a sweat, you know, put on the Joneses, but... This podcast is to let you know how transparent I am. I'm able to share everything. Well, not everything. Mostly everything. And be truthful and honest. Because there is no other way. There's no need to lie. There's no need to put on a facade. But there is a need to speak up for yourself. And what I was taught is only speak when you're spoken to. Be quiet. Don't jump in if no one is asking. And all of those little things that was told to me has kept me back, has made me lose opportunities because I was too shy or I'm being too nice and I'm being too polite where I'm not even sharing my views, even if I think differently, because, oh, I can't stand out this is not about me, it's not my time, you know, giving other people a moment to shine instead of yourself, like, it's not about that, it's about the moment, experience the moment, and experience the life, and, you know, life will move how it's supposed to move, it's not our job to try to fix and help others, it's our job to fix ourselves. And when we do that, in turn, we will help others. And I just wish all black families would embrace that. Because within my 10-year marriage, I ended up disowning my family and not having that connection with my family. And not even purposely. It just happened that way. I moved to Atlanta. My family's in Miami. Miami. We rarely visited the times we didn't visit. Um, there was some instigating circumstances. And, of course, me being a good wife, oh, it's okay, we'll try next time. Next time never came, and that's how it is. Oh, it costs too much. Oh, yeah, you're right, I understand you know, trying to be a good wife, you know, just doing the things that I thought was the right thing to do, and I can't fault myself for doing those things in those moments, I don't regret it, but when I look back full circle, um, I was depriving myself, I was depriving my husband to getting to know parts of me that he doesn't even know or realize that he doesn't know, you know. Um, Everybody has a past, and everyone has a way of how they've grown. I was able to embrace the differences of us because I was always around his past. I was immersed in it because I spent vacations with his family. I visited. I stayed in the home. I saw the interactions between siblings and other family members. I was immersed in his world. He wasn't immersed in mine. So a lot of stuff that I did, a lot of my everyday actions was taken personally like this is what I meant against him. <laughs> and that's just how my family was. That's how we all move and I think if there was some type of, I don't know, just compromise to at least try, because we did agree to do that before we got into it, to a marriage that we would alternate holidays. But that never just came to pass, and I bended and I folded on that, and that's just how it ended. <laughs> Do I regret it? No Am I sad about that? Yes Because it's just like, man I gave up a lot But when a person thinks you gave nothing It makes you feel less than nothing And that's just not fair But anyway, moving forward I just want to tell you guys about how This life right now is giving me lemons and I'm trying to make lemonade. (laughs) But I am going to make lemonade. Not try, I am. It's it's just difficult. So the other day, coming from tutoring, because I'm making extra cash um, after work, because it's so needed. Life is so difficult. And I stopped at the gas station after borrowing $50 from my coworkers, so I could have a little more for gas and and a little bit of protein added to my food that's in the refrigerator. Um, I stopped at the gas station after work to put a few dollars in a tank, parked at the pump, and as I'm walking by the door in line, the door is glass so I can see through, I see this car extremely close to my car. Is that van, did did he just hit my car? I'm just looking like, no, it can't be. And I come out this door and I hear people, he just hit that car. And he turns around to drive off quickly. Are you kidding me? I just had a hit running the pump, and I'm not even in my car, and he sped off. I had a good Samaritan in the store, and he was like, I'm going to catch him. I'm going to catch him for you. I'll be right back. He left. I reported to the police, and the police, whoever I called the first call, she was like, oh, I'm not going to send a cop out. They'll call you and do the report over the phone. And I was just like, is this... <laughs> is this candid camera? Somebody is tricking me right now. And so I hung up, like, just so confused. What do you mean nobody's coming out on the scene? You're going to do the report over the phone? How inconsiderate. How daisy? is it? Would you want that to happen to you? And I just want to know, do people really think about these things And why would she give me that as a woman, like, not give me the help that I need? And so I told the security. They were like, the cops coming. I was like, no, they said they're going to do it over the phone. And he was like, what? No, they need to come out here. He was like, yeah, let me call them. I'll get them out here. He called them, told them the same thing, and they came out. Like, within 20 minutes, they were out here. And I'm just shaking my head like, wow, are they taking advantage of women? But that was a woman, like, who answered the phone, so I can't even say it was sexism. It's just like good people. Would you want this to happen to you? Like, answer that when you're trying to solve a problem in society and this world, what would you want to happen for you? would you want someone to treat you the same? Or give you the best Like I I just don't get it But the police officer came out He did a report The security helped He gave the guy the tag number And the report was written And yeah I'm just waiting I have to put my pictures in And I am contemplating like am I going to sue because this is a trying time right now. I do not have funds to fix my car. My car was amazing. My car is amazing. I was. It still is amazing with the messed up side. <laughs> but I'm just like, why? What am I? What am I supposed to learn in this? What is my point of? You know, to get over this part, I can't say woe is me. Everything is just going backwards, but everything is also a learning situation, and it's just really hard right now. And coming from a divorce where I did not get. The love, the attention and the respect and just the acknowledgement and just being seen had led me to a guy that gave me all those things, which I was vulnerable to. He wanted to know how I was doing. He told me how beautiful I was. He gave me, you know, good morning messages in the morning, good morning, good night messages and made me feel wanted and all of these things. And now, because I can't do for him, he's gone? Like, was that a scam? Like, (laughs) how much of it was true? If it's because I can't do for you, you can't do those things? Are you doing those things just so I can do something for you? Me giving myself back, as well as you giving yourself to me, should be reciprocal everything in in a relationship it's not one sided in in my marriage my reciprocal even though our salary wasn't the same i was growing in my salary i was fixing my credit i was paying my own bills i was helping out by not having him to pay my bills i was fixing the food at night I wasn't a morning person, but that's a compromise. You're a morning person, I'm a night person. I can sacrifice some mornings and get up early if that is what you want me to do. But if you have other stuff you have that's more important to me, or you have an agenda that you have set and didn't make me privy of it and included me, then that's how it is. I'm not going to make myself a part of something that someone doesn't want me a part of. If you wanted to include me, I would be included. It's that simple. So kept trying and trying, and and this is where I'm at. Life <laughs> gives you lemons, and you have to make the best out of it and see what you can learn from it and that's what I'm learning I'm learning that and I'm learning that so many people are seeing my light and I am a risk taker I am a go-getter and I need to embrace that more instead of shying that down because it's not what is expected and yeah I failed I failed so many times and falling is just a way of learning and get back up and keep trying. So right now I'm in my get back up phase. I'm going to pass this real estate test and that's just one avenue. It's not in all or be all. I, I love modeling. I love taking pictures. I love turning on for the camera. That's a Natural gift that would be easy for me um, to turn into something that would do well for me, because those are things I love and always did. I love the entertainment field. I know that's where I'm supposed to be, and I plan on getting there. And so, just want to say, never give up on you. Always be true to you, and be good for yourself not for others and yeah it's okay to be a good person but it's okay to say no and it's okay to make boundaries we need to learn boundaries and I'm gonna leave it on that guys love peace and keep it going this is my second recording today the first one didn't save so I had to do it over totally different content (laughs) from the first one it was way more emotional I was crying but hey maybe that's not the one you guys are supposed to hear so maybe next time talk to you later keep your girl posted remember to be real and transparent let's make this life our best life peace